Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. You can call in with whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Lori. And Nikki. And we have some more from this article. We were talking about how basically the government in cahoots with the corporations, because we have uh, crony capitalism, um, is trying to kill us with the food supply and all the toxins everywhere. And Lori has a story about that. So back to the story from OceanConservancy.org. It goes on to say, The study found evidence that food processing is a likely source of microplastic contamination, as highly processed protein products like fish sticks, chicken nuggets, tofu, and plant-based burgers, among others, contained significantly more microplastics per gram than minimally processed products, Hmm. items like packaged wild Alaska pollock, raw chicken breast, and others. That's kind of good to know, Elias. Like, if you're not eating freaking fish sticks which you shouldn't um then it's going to be a bit better than a whole fish yeah however no statistical difference was found between high processed products and fresh cut products suggesting that food processing is not the only source of microplastic contamination and opening avenues for further research now i'm confused wait how could there be no difference yeah that made no sense but if they were freshly caught i i don't really get that I, it says that they have more in the processed foods, but there's no statistical difference in the amount. Some science study yeah. talk that maybe is going over my head. That's strange. It's tempting to want to draw conclusions like eat less of this and more of that to avoid microplastics in your diet. But right now we still know very little about the microplastic burdens in commonly consumed foods. Our study adds to this knowledge, but also demonstrates the need for further research to better understand the bigger picture, including where the microplastics are coming from and the potential human health risks, said primary co-author Madeline Milne. I think it's obvious where it's coming from. The Mm -hmm. plastic, we're throwing the stuff away. It's in the ocean. Were, were people's masks made of plastic at all? Like those, yeah, those um, for sure they were like um, like microfibers, basically. Because I remember, I mean, I could feel it in my nose when I would wear them. I I hated Um, that, but I didn't know if it was plastic. But there was, I forget, I don't know what type of research was done. Somebody did some sort of, like, science experiment thing with the mask, where I think they got them wet. I I forget what they did, but... um, but they showed that there were like plastic particles that were coming off of the masks that people were like inhaling in. hmm. from wearing them. 
I mean, they're on yeah. they're in people's clothing, like polyester and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You're wearing that and rubbing it on your skin. And the fibers are coming off. You're breathing yeah. in those fibers and the dust and all that stuff. Oh, it's on everything. My sister yeah. was telling me that a, a, every air fryer basically puts microplastics into your food. Probably. Because they don't make well, like just fully metal ones. Well, yeah. there's that, but also they all have like the um, the Teflon. You Teflon. know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, the, uh, the non-stick. I'm glad I never Most hopped on that are. trend. Like. I don't know. And if you go to yeah. a restaurant, a lot of them are probably using some type of Teflon. They're probably putting stuff in the microwave. Oh, no, I just yeah, met the, the trend of air fryers. Like, oh, oh air, fryers. air fryer. Yeah. Nope, I just never had one. Yeah, I know, I, I have, don't a, have one either. I have an oven, a, a toaster yeah. oven, and that's, like, the best thing. Like, yeah. okay, I do still use a microwave, but I'm not completely sold on, like, I know Nikki is. Like, yeah, I'm very anti-microwave. Yeah, I don't have one either. <laughs> I just think I just the food doesn't taste like, very good. Right, yeah. I just don't use it for food. I'll use it to heat up my coffee i can't think of another example I mean, but there is like there there are times where like especially like at work so occasionally i'd use it because it got to the point where it was like it would be so much easier for me to heat this up in the microwave hmm. so yeah i mean it doesn't need to be in my house but i, I have know. a radio studio in my house yeah <laughs> so i really i don't know i just put organite places <laughs> yeah, i hope it true. works but was that all from that study? Um, there's a little bit more. Notably, across all samples, nearly half, 44% of the identified microplastics were fibers, which is consistent with other studies suggesting these fibers are the most prevalent form of microplastics in the environment. About a third of microplastics, 30%, were plastic fragments. I wonder if it's like coming off clothes, like polyester is kind of yeah. plastic, or... Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering like what, you're saying. what is the difference between like the fibers and a different kind of microplastic? You know what I mean? Just the shape? I, the I, I don't know. Maybe like the source? Like textile yeah. fibers? And then plastic plastics? Like packaging yeah. and stuff like that? I could see that um, like a polyester shirt would be more degradable than um, like a like a plastic Tupperware, for example. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's easier to get little sense. pieces. Yeah, yeah that's probably the why fish. there's more. Yeah, and like, you know. You dry your clothes and wash them and that stuff's getting rinsed down the drain. That's true, yeah. The other thing I think about is vapes. Like, they're little plastic machines and they heat up mm-hmm. and steam comes out of it and goes into your lungs. Yeah. And people are just breathing that in. With whatever else yeah. is in them. I, I was about to say, I'm like, that's probably the least of their concerns if yeah. they're vaping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's really it. It just went on to say a lot of the same things again later on in the article, but. Yep, they're trying to kill us. But also, don't worry about it. That's well, that's yeah. our. Don't worry too much about it. Be aware yeah. of it. Yeah. But don't worry yourself. So it needs to be like a healthy balance. Yeah. And I do feel like most people kind of can. I, it's not very common that people stress about their diet to the to the extent that, like, say, I would. Um, so I, I think people probably wouldn't have like a really hard time getting getting too far in that direction. If you know what I mean. I, only I know- think there's a lot of subconscious stressing about things in yeah. American culture, and that's why everybody's anxious and depressed and miserable. Probably. The main pe- the, like problem I hear about with people stressing about their diet is w- one type is just like a utterly, I, I guess, hypochondriac. Oh, everything makes me sick. Like, okay, everything seems to make this person sick and they don't eat it. Or... um. 
body dysmorphia, whatever it is, eating yeah. disorder, like yeah, they're yeah, yeah. stressing out about their diet because they like think they're too fat. Yeah, too it's not really the ingredients. It's more like either calories or. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've ever noticed like a lot of the people who are like everything makes me sick. I can only eat like these things. The things that they pick are always really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's never like oh I can only eat like. I'm really Whole picky. foods, or I can only eat like meat. Because I mean, that's kind of how I am. I have a very restrictive diet, but it's like for it's a very conscious things for like right. health reasons. And it's like, no, I don't eat refined sugar and wheat because like I've noticed a substantial change in my body. And like, listen, I will if I needed to eat a piece of bread to like save myself from starving. Like I would, you know, I might eat a piece of candy with some some cane sugar in it every once in a while. Like I'm not like super crazy strict about it, but I find um, like in the other direction, a lot of people that are like, no, I can't, if I eat that, it'll make me sick. It's always like vegetables or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. They don't want to eat them and they've come up with some kind of reason. Exactly. And like, I mean, it could be like, they're like super, super bought into it. And I, like I've said earlier, the mind is a powerful thing. If you convince yourself, if you eat a, a fresh fruit or vegetable, that it's going to make you sick. Okay, but wait, if, wait. If because like, fresh vegetables do make me sick because you're not supposed to eat that. You're supposed to eat it like cooked a lot, you know? Like I used to just eat broccoli. I can't because it's like, I mean, I well, think that's broccoli some... super cruciferous and like you're eating oxalates and but like getting gas. That's and all of that. what it is. It's I like, mean, but certain, so certain vegetables, I think certain nutrients do need to be cooked to get breaks down and to be like bioavailable. Mm-hmm. But I think like eating fresh cucumbers and fresh mm-hmm. carrots, I think that would be, yeah, I don't yeah. think like every single one, I, I like, I know people who are like, I cannot eat anything that is not like a vegetable. They can only, they can't eat any vegetables and it's really cause they yeah, they're like, I, I can eat a vegetable, but it has to be like, drenched in butter and like all of these artificial flavorings yeah, they don't want it. and yeah and it's like it's totally cool to admit that like you don't want to eat broccoli like you're an adult you don't need to eat broccoli right. like yeah. who cares you know what if I mean? you're a kid you don't have to eat broccoli yeah, exactly. if you don't like, like it yeah exactly who cares you don't like it yeah, yeah. but unfortunately i do but like I, it but i do i do <laughs> think that like some people are like they've convinced themselves so much that they have physical symptoms or maybe they're eating so much crap that's going through their body so slimy and gross easily then they eat some roughage and their body can't handle it <laughs> maybe and it's like oh no yeah. what is, i don't know how to digest this but like, i know a, a lot of people like that hmm. and yeah. it's like Ugh. i think that that's why a lot of people um that have parents with really nice teeth end up having bad teeth because like I've no- i just noticed this sort of really thing. it's because they're eating what you're saying like just a bunch of sludge yeah. so they're not chewing oh and uh i noticed today and almost said something to him but I don't know. I just didn't. Jay Noon's kids have really nice teeth and they like to chew on bones. Yeah. They're like, they fight over chewing on bones. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to chew on the bone. No, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like we have a caller, unscreened caller. You're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was just up in the area uh, recently. I've listened to you guys for over a decade, I guess. But um, I'm up here for work and I guess it's sort of off subject. But I know, is there any place I should? Eat or see one in, in Keene? Uh, it's just New Hampshire, Vermont area. Well, like there is a Thai restaurant, if you like Thai, in Manchester nice. called right Dai Kun Thai, like D A I K U N Thai. That place is amazing. Right. If you like really Sweet. spicy food, you can get it really spicy there. 
Um, but I can't really think of much else. There's another one in Manchester. It's an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Oh, uh, that place is Kisaki cool. Kisaki Japanese Cuisine that on Elm really cool. Street in uh, in oh. Manchester. I really like it because I think you pay, I think it's like less than $30, but it's for unlimited sushi. There are a few caveats. Like if you leave anything on your plate, they charge you extra. Like you right. can't waste the food. Uh, yeah. um, and there cool. is... Yeah hour and a half limit but mm. i when i go to eat sushi i like sashimi which mm. is like really really expensive so i totally get my my money's worth i don't yeah. i live really far away from manchester but if i ever make my way out there that's that's one of the places i mean where are you coming once, from so good nice yeah I, I wrote both those down sweet i'll have to check them out yeah mm. i'm from the midwest so i <laughs> have you ever been to new england uh i have not no i okay. i got pulled out of a ditch this morning and everybody told me I had summer tires on. I'm like, I don't oh, know what no. you're talking about. This is what my Oh, so you're here? here with. Yeah. <laughs> you should go to Fun and, uh, Spot. It's the largest spot. arcade in the world. Oh, yeah. Fun I Spot's another good. To that. That's what I'm saying. I, was like, I saw that something. Nice. Where, where's that at in New Hampshire? Um, in I the Lakes region. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the Lakes region, so it's kind of um, right north, uh, north east of Manchester. I say go to like yeah I, I I must have been close to earlier I know it was kind of that direction I guess so cool go to the beach right check out the marshlands you know go yeah, to the white I've seen white like mountains large lakes I'm like I didn't know there's lakes up here yeah lots yeah. lots and lots of water no it was just untouched for so long it looked like it wasn't real <laughs> I, I assume it was a frozen over lake or something up this way but I feel like the yeah, lakes wouldn't be area. frozen right now like I I don't I wouldn't trust the lakes it right now it was 50 May. degrees today. Bouncing me around a lot this week, but yeah, it might have been Maine when I saw it, but I feel like it was oh. Vermont or New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So I hope you enjoy your cool. time. Yeah, thanks for the advice and everything, and uh, keep the good work. Thanks so much, and thanks for being a long-time listener. We appreciate it. That's always like a fun kind of call. Yeah. Kind of like a social call. Yeah. But unfortunately, I have some bad, bad news to talk about instead oh, no. from the world news because that's what we do on free talk live we talk about bad stuff so you can listen to us and tell us your opinion on it from the ap from apnews.com it says as bosnian serbs mark controversial national day u.s warns celebration mounts to a criminal offense and this might be a little confusing if you don't know what's going on i only barely know what's going on from ian telling me telling me a little bit but apparently the bot some some group in, is it Bosnia-Herzegovina or is it Serbia? I don't know. Yeah, Bosnia-Herzegovina are wanting to break off. And amid that, there is a national day for the Bosnian Serbs that they're going to celebrate. And the United States is threatening them. And I just think this is newsworthy because it's like, what right would our government have to tell people who want to break away that they're being criminally um they're acting criminally by celebrating their national day it's so messed up and weird yeah, that is crazy. weird what is the reasoning behind the celebration being a criminal offense and what criminal offense from the u.s Seriously. they don't they don't have to abide by u.s laws so right it's so weird. It says the United States warned on Tuesday that ongoing celebrations of a Bosnian Serb self-proclaimed national holiday, which included a parade of paramilitary and police troops, were in violation of Bosnia's constitution. Well, it's and why does yeah why does the U.S. care about that? And a 1995 peace agreement. Maybe that has something to do with it. 
and as such amounted to a criminal offense. If you agree to a peace agreement that includes, oh, you can't have your own parade that is totally peaceful, like maybe that was a bad decision. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like, I mean, if they're celebrating a holiday, I'm sure they do this every year, right? I don't know. I yeah. don't know if it's new co- because there's apparently I think cops and parades. Right. Yeah. There's some there's some group in that area that are trying to break off. And Ian was telling me that, but I don't really know all the details. So maybe that's just like something they've brought back because they want to celebrate maybe. because maybe yeah. it just seems like the United States is really serious about being anti-secession. Like the United States yeah. is on Ukraine side in the Ukraine Russia war. And in that situation the ukrainian government was bombing people just because they wanted to be a part of russia yeah and the united states is backing that i think the u.s is really serious about butting into everyone's business all the time where they don't belong right it says in a statement the u.s embassy in sarajevo i guess that is maybe there i have no idea urged bosnia's legal authorities to investigate any violations of law relating to Related to the marking of January 9th as the day of the Republica, I can't say that entities. It looks like Spriska, but there is like only one cons. I mean, vowel Spriska. So, the, okay, the day of the Republica Spriska entity, which is what the part of Bosnia run by ethnic Serbs is called. The issue is not the celebration of the holiday, but rather the decision to do it on January 9th, the statement said. What? What? Okay, so that's like really, really stupid. There has to be some kind of history here we're not understanding. Yeah, is this some... It says the January 9th holiday commemorates the day in 1992 when Bosnian Serbs declared the creation of their own state in Bosnia igniting the country's devastating four-year war that killed more than 100,000 people. And there's probably another side to that. Like, did they just go in and kill 100,000 people or were 100,000 people killed because they were being threatened not to become their own country and then somebody went after them, you know? Bosnia's constitutional court has ruled against celebrating that date in the past. You can't celebrate anything on that date? Uh, What if it's your birthday? Right? <laughs> Maybe it's just if if it's related to being a Bosnian Serb, which is just like that's crazy. I just still don't get why the U.S. cares. Yeah, I, I, that's what is really weird. It's just I think they're really I mean, against secession at all. They want to uh, uh, wait. Not in Thailand. That's what's weird. I mean, um, it's understandable. Wait, is it Thailand or Taiwan? Not in Taiwan. Taiwan doesn't want to be part of China, and the United States is on their side. Then, but. Not on the Bosnian Serb side in this situation. It's so weird. It's like, it shouldn't be our business. It shouldn't be the United States business in either situation. But it's just weird that they're so um, serious about it. And so in people's business. It says, Bosnian Serbs defied both the court and international criticism, staging a parade of troops armed with machine guns, armored vehicles, and other equipment. Also participating was the Russian Night Wolves biker group, Known for its support for Russian Vladimir Putin. Nationalist Bosnian Serb leader Milorad Dodik, a Kremlin ally, said the Serbs won't give up the day when Republika Spriska was born. The Russian ambassador in Bosnia was among the rare foreign officials who attended the gathering in the northwestern town of Banja Luka. We are looking at Serbia. We are looking at Russia. 
Dodik said in his speech. He added that the holiday cannot be banned because it would have mean. It, sorry, it would mean we have fallen. I guess the Bosnian Serbs. So this is really serious to them. During the war, Bosnian Serbs expelled and killed Bosniaks, who are mostly Muslims, and Croats from the territories they controlled. The conflict ended in 1995 in a U.S.-brokered peace agreement. The so-called Dayton Accords created Serb and Bosniak-Croat entities in Bosnia held together by weak joint central institutions. Bosnian Serbs, however, have sought to gain as much independence as possible. Dodik has openly called for secession from Bosnia, defying U.S. and British sanctions imposed over his policies, which is really crazy because it looks like Dodik is... Um, it says he's the Russian ambassador in Bosnia. Okay, never mind. I thought it said the like American ambassador. That, that doesn't make any sense. That's why I was confused. Um, it says... Bosnian Serbs, however, have sought to gain as much independence as possible. Dodik has openly called for secession from Bosnia, defying U.S. and British sanctions imposed over his policies. And why is the U.S. and, and England involved, or British, I know all of Great Britain, why are they involved in the policies of somebody in Bosnia? It's so weird. I just find it absurd that they're going to tell people that they can't celebrate on a certain day because something bad happened that day. It's right. really weird. Even if you could convince me, like, 100% these people were in the wrong, they really did something bad, I would still be of the opinion that they should be allowed to celebrate what they want to celebrate. If somebody wants to celebrate 9-11, <laughs> like, that's their business. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, that's a weird party to have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Free staters should do that. No, I'm just kidding. Some... <laughs> I think some of them might. Some yeah. of them actually um, celebrate the day that John McCain died. And they have fireworks like, last year. I feel like I heard about that. Um, oh my gosh. It says, on Monday, two U.S. fighter jets flew over Bosnia in a demonstration of support for the Balkan country's territorial integrity. What? That costed money. Yeah. What the heck? In Brussels, European Commission's spokesperson Peter Stano insisted on the need to respect the sovereignty, territorial integrity, constitutional order, including decisions by the Constitutional Court by all actors in Bosnia-Herzegovina. He warned of serious consequences for any action against those principles. And that's just, like, evil. It's, It's like... The whole thing is weird, too. Like, I don't understand why... So, two groups of people live in a space, right? And they want to not be in the same space together anymore why is one going to force another one to stay yeah i have no why idea can't they that's, just the split? Thing. that's the thing right it's like if your wife wants a divorce and you're like you're not allowed to it's like you want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be you want to hold them here against their will like yeah. that doesn't sound like it'll end well for you either yeah that's Six, how it works though 603-283-6160 it's free talk live more coming up don't go anywhere Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. 
There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. USA News Update. Embattled Democratic New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez took to the Senate floor Tuesday speaking out on the federal corruption charges against him. The senator says the timing of the charges demonstrates the bias of the prosecutors. The United States Attorney's Office is engaged not in a prosecution but a persecution. Senator Menendez has been charged with bribery, fraud, and acting as an Egyptian foreign agent, along with accepting gifts from Qatar's government and helping a New Jersey developer secure millions of dollars in investments from Qatar. The next NASA moon missions are being pushed back about a year due to some technical problems discovered in recent testing. On Tuesday, the U.S. Space Agency announced the planned delays for the Artemis II and Artemis III missions. Artemis II will be a mission to take four astronauts on a journey in the moon orbit, Artemis 3, will be an attempt to put humans back onto the lunar surface. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers. There's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
that you control. And 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That's 603-283-6160. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Lori. And Nikki. And I'm going to go right into the phones because we have a caller on the line, Law Dog in Michigan. What's on your mind, Law Dog? Whoa, Bonnie, how you doing? It's good hearing from you ladies there. Good. I'm just uh, kind of chilling out here. Uh, not really too much going on in Michigan except the Wolverines. They they won their, their championship there. And, uh, but, uh, and, and the Lions... Uh, they're going to be in the playoffs there, but Dana Nessel is, is coming out to protect us from all of the scams and the tickets and everything. And, uh, you know, so uh, I guess that uh, Ms. Nessel is uh, performing who, uh, her due diligence. So what's, what's going up there in, the, in the, your neck of the woods in New Hampshire? Well, actually, this Friday, I'm going to go to a hearing to speak in favor of a bill that would give New Hampshire people the right to vote on an amendment to the Constitution that would say if the federal government hits $40 trillion in debt, we're, we secede from the Union. Oh, nah. I, I'd make it $35 trillion. <laughs> $40 trillion is going to be too late, so you better... Yeah, I, I don't know. They're they're going at it so quickly. It I think it's already passed. I don't I don't exactly know. Let's see. I, I know it's in the thirty trillion. So they well, go since, money since the start of football season, their uh, the national debt increased by one trillion dollars. Well, it says thirty four uh-huh. trillion right now. Oh oh, another thing too at mi- the major college campuses here, Michigan and Michigan State. <laughs> They have this amendment that went through that they are now serving alcohol <laughs> at all of the uh, athletic functions. So um, it's going to be uh, really interesting when uh, when that happens. Um, so did you have anything else on your mind for us tonight, Law Dog? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, just one thing. Um Run me through the screener, if you would, from now on. Don't put me on the air, um, you know, directly like that as a surprise basis. I can't on, like, we don't have a screener anymore, so, like, it's the last segment, so I just have to let people on. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, it was about, uh, I would say about six months ago, I had a really, really strange visitor ask me some uh, really kind of personal questions there about my listening habits. Well, and uh, it um, more or less, uh, that's why I haven't called. Oh, no. So uh, if you think that, that uh, this country has free speech, I just want to let you know that, uh, no, uh, somebody doesn't like his, what you say, even though it's the truth. So, uh, hmm. you know, uh, just uh, don't, well, just have me, uh, I'll I'll pick another name for this year and uh, try to get uh, uh, Shake uh somebody who's on my tail okay okay thank you and good luck with that that sounds kind of scary but i hope it wasn't free talk live related but i think it's an important thing that we do here keep um people have having the ability to exercise their freedom of speech on the radio um about 180 stations i think it is well that's the last number i heard um and 
It looks like we have another caller. David from San Francisco, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Oh, honey. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if you're keeping up with the border issue, but uh, one of the dumbass congressmen from down in Texas, uh, what was his name here again, uh, he admitted that the Republicans don't want to um, uh, solve the border problem because they want to make Trump look bad, right? So the um, the... The, what makes it worse, and I'm calling the libertarian show because you guys are interested in money and the value of money, um, if you're paying attention to the government shutdown, the Republicans are refusing to come up with a budget for America because they want something to happen at the border. Well, this dumbass congressman admitted uh, that they don't want to solve the border problems, and that gets into whether or not they're actually working for the um, uh, the Saudi Arabians. Oh, here's the guy's name, U.S. Rep. Troy Nels, N-E-H-L-S. And uh, he basically admitted that the uh, Republicans have no desire to deal with the border because they want to make Biden look bad. Well, I don't know if Nels is a saboteur or a fool, but the gov- if the government shutdown is based upon trying to get a border policy that works and the Republicans refused to uh, sign on to a bill that a lot of Republicans were agreeing to, but they uh, still want to make Trump or Biden look bad, then they're going to end up doing the government shutdown, which would then ruin America's credit rating and make the Saudi Arabians, uh, uh, I don't know if you're keeping up with the Saudis, but they want to stop using the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. And so the evil Saudi Arabian uh, Mr. Bonesaw uh, would then have an opportunity to use uh, another currency, and that would make, mean that the value of everything in America, every house, every car, every piece of art, everything would be floating around uh, in, in uh, like currency speculators do. And so the value of everything in America would all of a sudden go on to another currency rather than the U.S. dollar. It would be floating, right? And so do the, are the Republicans as stupid or as... Uh, 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 what's uh, saboteurs is uh, an easy way of looking at it. Uh, would they sell out the American value system, uh, the American currency, just to make a point? Or are they actually selling out America for uh, more venal reasons so that uh, some corporate money would all of a sudden be, uh, be the value? So I don't know if you're uh, keeping up with this U.S. Rep. Troy Nels, but that dumbass uh, admitted it today, and it gets into whether or not it's treason or whether it's sabotage. Somebody challenged me on the word treason, that if we're not at war, uh, uh, then uh, it's not treason. But uh, selling out the value of everything in America, 
right? Everything in America would go into a floating currency as opposed to, and if you're familiar with the uh, International Monetary Fund, the uh, U.S. dollar is the world's currency. And uh, uh, every every country, if they want to do, uh, if you want to go from Paris to London, you still have to uh, change your currency based on what the U.S. dollar is. Yeah, so, but I just think it's like if it's going to fail, it's going to fail. It's kind of um, the people who set this whole system up. It's kind of their fault for making us live in this debt-based currency system i mean it's gonna fail regardless i don't think anything that this one state rep does or anything to do with the The border or saudi arabia like i don't think uh either way i mean it might expedite it but i don't think it's gonna fail regardless i don't think the government's in the business of solving problems anyway right i think that makes them obsolete if we don't have problems absolutely Mm -hmm. they they don't want things solved. They want to continue to collect their paychecks that yep. they cry are not enough. There was an article I saw today. Some senator, maybe, I think it was a senator. In New Hampshire? Was No. Oh. Um, maybe it was a House representative. It was somebody crying that they only made uh, $175,000 a year. Aww, and they haven't had a raise in so long. Aww. Yeah. They probably Bummer. make a lot more, like, with their insider trading or whatever. Though. I think it was a house rep, and I think they get, like, some kind of um, rental stipends, too. Like, they get their yeah. housing paid. Must not be in New Hampshire, because yeah. I'm pretty sure they get paid, like, two cents a year. <laughs> I'm pretty paid, sure, like, like, the house reps get bucks. paid. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, crazy how low they get paid. I'll have to look and see what it was. But that's pretty funny. Well, it, maybe if it, if it was, like, a federal one, I think that's different. Then even in New Hampshire, I think that's different, but I, I don't really know. But yeah, that's just basically the story of governments being involved in other countries' business for some reason. Because it's like, I feel like if the Saudi Arabians, he called the man evil, I don't know who he is, but if the Saudi Arabians want to use some other currency, they should be allowed to do it without the threat of the United States government going and bombing and killing all of them. Because they, I think they should. I think we should, too. I think everybody should. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, use a different currency right. versus the U.S. dollar. Bitcoin, like, like, a real, like a real currency, not a fiat currency. Right. Because we're, we're seeing, because the U.S. is using the Federal Reserve and the fiat currency of the U.S. dollar, this is why our economy is currently failing. Yep. I mean, like, it's not like the economy is great right now. I, I have this article here that I was possibly going to get into. It was I'll Congress, d- by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that that makes sense. Most yeah. funny. Um, I have this article here talking about the 2024's hottest real estate markets and like what's up and what's down. And what's weird is apparently the Rust Belt is doing really well. It says... This where is, is from, that? Uh, the Rust Belt is just where there used to be a lot of industry like Pennsylvania, Ohio, okay, yeah, West yeah. Virginia. Yeah, like steel industry and, and stuff they, like that. Yeah. They call it the Rust Belt because it just got abandoned and, oh, okay. and uh, there's like literally rust, rusted factories. Oh, okay. So, and it's like kind of famous for like people who want to live there. So apparently they're, it's becoming more interesting to people for some reason, which is kind of like cheap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also kind of like, well, and that's where that big train chemical explosion was too but okay yeah i mean it's not like a bunch of it didn't worry about that though a bunch of it landed in new hampshire though specifically that was that was like the most stressed out i've been for a really long time like i was like gotta stop thinking about this which is kind of goes back to what we were talking about about stopping thinking about things sometimes it's because you're like well i can't spend my time thinking about this anymore 
It says the hottest housing markets of 2024, Rust Belt's new shine. It's a, this is um, from Axios.com, but it's Zillow's predictions. And Zillow is a real estate website. You can go look up oh, what houses are for sale in my area. The Rust Belt has a new shine. Driving the news, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Cleveland are expected to be among 2024's hottest housing markets. Wow, that's so shocking. Like, I've only been to Cleveland, like, twice. Like, uh, honestly, Ohio in general, just, like, it just... Would not want to live there. I, uh, that's all I have to say. Like, it's not like it was disgusting or terrible. It was just, like, really boring. Um, it definitely gets cold. It definitely gets hot. You want to live in a place where it gets extremely hot and extremely cold? Live in Ohio. That's terrible. Like, I, I would... Yeah, I mean, just pick one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says, the South, Midwest, and Great Lakes regions are expected to thrive compared to the rest of the U.S. because of their relative affordability. Why it matters. It's fresh evidence of America's new influence frontiers. Thanks to our wired world and COVID-era trends, the country's centers of power and jobs have spread out from the coastal bubbles. State of play. Columbus, Ohio, Indianapolis, Providence, Rhode Island, Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina, Orlando, Florida, and Tampa, Florida also topped this year's ranking of Zillow's hottest housing markets of 2024. Says Buffalo and other and the other hottest markets of the year are projected to have strong demand, steady home values, rising home ownership rates, and job growth per the report. The only thing that kind of sucks about this is like, isn't it really hard for people to buy houses in those areas if they're, you know they're the hottest market of the year says on the flip side home values and in some cases home ownership rates are expected to drop in not hot markets housing markets are healthiest where affordable home prices are strong and employment are giving young hopefuls a real shot at buying and starting to build equity zillow data scientist anusha prakash says the projected typical home value in Buffalo is $248,445 compared to the U.S. average of $237,400 something. And that's really surprising because I would think that like Buffalo, New York would be expensive. I don't know. I just think of all New York is just like expensive and it's 100000 less than the average. Most of New York is just like the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, like upstate. Like once you get, yeah. I, I'm not, I didn't think it was like, oh, New York City. I just thought. I don't know. More all of New York was yeah. much more expensive than like living in Alabama or something. Yeah, I we I was just. Oh, I'm talking sure housing about... prices in Alabama are below that. I wish it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um, Matt and I were talking about this. Like we were, uh, he was just looking up like housing values at different parts of New York. Um, and some of them, like some of like the median um, cost to buy a house for some of these places in New York. I was like under a hundred thousand dollars, which compared to like New Hampshire, I mean, I don't know what the median right. cost for a house in New Hampshire is, but I'm guessing it's at least like three, four hundred thousand dollars. Says Texas markets have long been that have long been hot are expected to cool in 2024. Oh my god! Like when I was in San Antonio last, so I left in January 2021 and went to visit my friend for his birthday in September 2021. And I was, like, outside every single day, driving all over the city. I did Uber Eats for a job. I didn't like to be sitting around in my house. 
I could tell that it, the population had grown in just those eight months. And that was obviously really pivotal months because we were like, wow, COVID's over. I don't want to deal with that ever again. And they moved somewhere where they feel like it was good. San Antonio was bad. It was like hell on earth to me. But um, people just think, oh, Texas, oh, it's free there. I, I used to think that. That's why I moved back to Texas. But um, it's not true. Well, at least like don't live in the city in Texas. If you can stand living in the middle of nowhere, pretty much anywhere, you'll be more free than living in a city. But anyways, it says San Antonio and Austin are two of the three major U.S. metros where inventory has improved since the pandemic. And that supply should keep prices cool in 2024, even if demand grows. Probably because they're just nonstop, I almost said growing, building these like really ugly, really cheap, really quick suburbs. Which doesn't make any sense. I don't know why there's so much housing development going on when there's houses already that people don't live in. Hmm. There's That's so great, many of them. It's a great question. I don't know. Is that going on a lot here? Everywhere. Hmm. The whole country. There's so many houses that nobody lives in. Hmm. But they just keep building more houses. It seems like those ones get filled up. It's it's crazy. Like when I like land in San Antonio, it just looks like a bunch of like, you know, those mazes made out of bushes, except made out of houses. Mm-hmm. Like just um those corn mazes, but made out yeah. of houses. Yeah, it's a bunch of weird uh, geometrical shapes, and it's like ah, oh, it looks like home. Do they all look the same? Yes, they all look the same. It's beige. It's grayish. Yeah. It says home prices are still wildly more expensive than pre-pandemic. They've risen 34% in San Antonio and 44% in Dallas. Bashard notes, which I didn't get catch who that was. Even a slight dip in home prices could bring relief to Lone Star buyers. I think everywhere is like more expensive than normal, right? Um, it just seems like that from everywhere I've heard. This other article here says that San Diego has a huge housing shortage. But the other thing is, like, how much of this is just made up? You know, I have no idea. 16. So there was an article, April 12th, 2023. that says 16 million homes in America are sitting vacant. Whoa. That's so weird. I've never really heard of that problem. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely probably not as much of a problem in our area. Because I think there probably is a lot of, like, lack of inventory in New Hampshire, especially. Um, but I totally could see like some, I don't even know an example, but yeah, there's for sure a lot of like rundown houses that are just, is it like that? Is it rundown houses? Even not rundown ones. Like there's just a lot of places where nobody lives in them. Yeah. Does that article explain like why? Oh, I didn't look that far into it. Oh, it's okay. I can though. When I was a kid, there was this house on our street that me and all the other kids thought were hot, was haunted in Tennessee. And no one ever lived there, and we would, like, go sneak on the property, which is kind of bad. And um, we found this, like, pile, like, apparently they, like, abandoned it, but they still owned it, so no one lived there. And it was, like, the prettiest house on our street, too, other than being, like, not taken care of. They had, like, this these trash can trash bags just thrown under a bunch of wood that they abandoned there and, like, left. And I was always like, why would you just abandon a house and not sell it? Like, that's why we thought yeah. it was haunted. So yeah. this says nine um, percent of homes in America are considered vacant, and one third of those, so thirty-two point eight percent of vacant homes, are vacation homes or seasonal mm. or recreational use. Okay, that makes sense. Like That's in a lot. Ringe, New Hampshire, I was door knocking for Matt Santanastaso in twenty twenty, and it was like house after house after house that was like clearly a vacation home. But yeah, yeah, home. especially once you get onto like some of the lakes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like lake houses. So I didn't think about that. 
That's a good point. Like if it's but to like, me, if somebody owns it, it's not necessarily vacant. Um, but if you can't sell it, and I'm sure like some things get like if somebody passes away, yeah, yeah, that I'm just sure that like could bank limbo. Yeah, yeah, like that could make it pretty messy. Also, like families will keep their dead parents' house. Like um, I used to clean a house that no one lived at. But the family would meet up there for Christmas and stuff instead of like meeting That's up at weird. one of their houses. It's weird. They're, they had That's like, weird. bug, um, like they would spray for, they had people come and spray for bugs. They also had us come and clean. So I was like vacuuming up dead scorpions and that's what? dramatic. I also like can't imagine, to me, that's wasteful. I mean, right, to each their own. It's their property. They can do whatever they want with it. But it's like a really huge, nice house. Weird. I can't imagine that. Like for me and my family, like there would be someone who could use that money from the sale of that house, and we can gather at somebody else's kitchen table, right, right. or rent it out for income, or do something yeah, with it. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, that's actually a better thing to do with it. Probably it sounds, like, really sentimental. Ugh. Maybe the siblings couldn't agree. I don't know. I I don't know anything more yeah. about that situation. But, I had but really I'm sure that's that. not an isolated incident. Like, I'm sure yeah. that happens a lot. Right. I mean, I also, so I was watching, you know, the Osbournes. Um, they have all of these spinoff shows now, but one of them is like a ghost hunting show. Oh. And Jack, the son, was brought like a medium to his childhood home in, I don't know, some, somewhere in the UK. I think they all live in Los Angeles now. I think they live in the United States now, but... They still have their original house from when he was a kid Hmm. back in the UK. And he would talk about how it was haunted and how he had all these experiences as a kid. But the point was they had someone just staying there, essentially house sitting and, you know, making sure the pipes don't freeze, making sure everything, you know, but they had the property and it's a giant like castle looking mansion that they lived in forever that the um, reality show, the original, like the Osborne's reality show was filmed in. They just... I think it's just called the Osbournes, hmm. but um, but yeah, it's just sitting there. That's so weird. And um, they, but somebody was technically living there. Like his friend was like house sitting, and it's like, oh, cool, you just get to live in this like creepy castle. mansion. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I heard recently that. Ozzy Osbourne's son is really into the paranormal yes, yes. and really wanted to get Ozzy Osbourne on board, but Ozzy was like, this is all crap. So he went and rented this doll that is famous and very haunted called Robert the Doll. Mm-hmm. And he, you're not supposed to look at it really. You're not supposed to take pictures of it. There's a whole story behind it. You can uh. Google Robert the Doll. Why is he haunted? But you're not supposed to take pictures of it or disrespect it, blah, blah, blah. And Ozzy Osbourne threw it on the ground and was like, this is a bunch of crap. Like, this is all crap. And he now says that he was cursed because of that incident. And really? he said that that's why he has Parkinson's. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's what Ozzy Osbourne that's thinks. That's weird. I mean, Lori doesn't look convinced. <laughs> no, she's not convinced. I'm not convinced. I refuse to be haunted by Robert the dog because I accidentally looked at him in a Sam and Colby video, and that's supposed to be bad. Oh, um, even in the video? Uh, apparently, yeah. That, that's why they censor it, and then they tell you, like, okay, if did you your don't life fall look, apart right afterwards? Ian went to jail. No, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> after. Okay, so You're like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, my wife is fine. David in New Mexico, what's on your mind? Sorry for bringing you in right at the end. Lots of stuff. Duh, it's crazy. Um, but since you, you ran me out of time, so I can't even say what I was going to say, so I'll have to say it a different time. But you reminded me of something, talking about Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. And you, you know how that dumb K, KTOX radio in Golden Showers, Arizona, 
they're they're replacing you with that Kate Daly chick that can't even talk. Mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are so much more interesting than she is, and in fact, you're even way more fun to listen to than that uh, the guy that sits on KQX just before you that afternoon jive guy. Thank you so much, David. That's really nice. I really appreciate that. And he also said he was going to call into the program director and tell him that. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen um, to more episodes and find out more at freetalklive.com. And we'll be back tomorrow. Peace. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492-800-509-4492-800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492.